It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Cincinnati Bengals have one more preseason game for these roster battles to decide themselves as they're working toward their 53. We'll get you caught up on everything that there is to watch for as the Bengals wrap up the preseason. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisko. He's your host, James Rapine. The preseason has one more game left. We've almost reached football that counts with starters and players that we're used to seeing suit up for the Cincinnati Bengals. And before we get there, we will talk about the final preseason game. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network here on Locked On Bengals, and you're going to find episodes every day on YouTube or anywhere you get your podcast. And when you subscribe, which I encourage you to do, you can join that first listen club, become an everydayer, making us your first listen every day we put content up. And we appreciate every one of you who does that. Today's episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store and sign up with promo code LOCKED ON to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Preseason game number three on the road in Washington, the nation's capital. Zach Taylor saying that many Bengals won't even be traveling. The starters will not be playing. He thought about it for a second. Maybe he's thinking about what constitutes the definition of a starter. But in the end, no starters will be playing. So this game comes down to roster battles. And one of the particular roster battles we've talked a lot about james is is that passing down running back mm-hmm. and to me the most impactful thing i heard from zach in his press conference on on thursday was that travion williams sounds like he will not be playing against mm-hmm. the commanders he's not going to play he's dealing with a, a sprained ankle that initially looked like it could be a season ending type of ankle injury when it happened in the moment and then a few hours passed and it was like, oh, well, he could be back in, in a couple of weeks. And even last week at this time, it felt like there was some optimism in the building that he would be ready to go for this game against the commanders to show that he could be that third down back and be the pass blocker that they need with Samaj P. Ryan leaving for Denver back in March. And, well, we're not going to see him. He's not going to play. And I think that ankle's getting better. It's not 100% yet. He's able to put a cleat on and do things and, and, and all of that. But it's just not all the way there. So when we talk about, and we'll do another 53-man forecast after this preseason game, when we talk about Travion Williams, I, I, I think that it's, it's more of a question mark now than it's ever been. And I wonder, and honestly, this is my fault. I asked the Travion question. I should have asked, what's the plan with Chase Brown and, and, and with uh, Chris Evans? Because to me, if those guys – have impressed as much as I, I think they have specifically in Evans's case, you could always say you want chase Brown to get a ton of snaps, 
because he's a rookie and you want him to get that experience. But if Evans has impressed and Travion is kind of dealing with something that's lingering and you think about the regular season, it's two weeks away from Sunday. Do you want Evans exposed at all? Because while he isn't a starter, if he has to be the third down back, and I think that's who it would be, let's say if they had to play a real game that mattered today, if Williams can't go, well, then he's valuable. And so I think it's interesting because it's not like, oh, well, now Evans gets a chance to go out and just win the job. Maybe, or maybe they pull him back and say, we need you 2-5 just in case Travion Williams either doesn't make the team uh, b- because th- they think they can sneak him onto the practice squad because of this or or, or if makes the team, but he's still dealing with the ankle going into the start of the regular season. It was Travion Williams who was cut and released last year before he was brought back to the practice squad, then activated and, and then had his chances last year. Sorry. He was on the practice squad in 2021. He was, he was waived last year and then just brought back to the team immediately after the cut down last year. Sorry. Misread the yep. dates there, but we talked about that before we started recording and I think they're still relying on Travion Williams. Like you said, I think that, if you want to make sure you get guys that have an important role to the regular season healthy, that would be a good reason that Chris Evans may not play in this preseason game. It will be very interesting to see what they decide to do there. Chase Brown certainly could use the work, and we haven't really even seen Jacob Saliers or Calvin Tyler Jr., who are the other running backs on this team. I believe that we haven't seen them at all no, on offensive we... snaps in the preseason. And so we're going to, I think, on Saturday. We're going to see Reed, that. Yeah, and, and we can talk more, at least a little bit, I think we should, about the quarterbacks because it's a big thing on Saturday for sure, and I asked Zach about it. But, yes, I think we'll see those two guys, and I just – I wonder how much. Do you give Chris Evans a drive with – you know, just a drive, two drives, a quarter, and then is it just the Chase Brown show and then the second half you get these other two guys some tape? I, I am curious, too, who's going to travel because mm-hmm. I, I've been asked, are hey, you going to Washington? Heck no, I'm not going to Washington, man. Joe Burrow isn't going to Washington either. We're kick our feet up. I, I think that there would be a lot of players in in this building because I'm currently here at Paycor. Starters that would love to be home and, and watching like, like you and I are both going to be doing on Saturday. It sounds like it's going to be everyone that wants to stay home. I mean, I don't know. With, within Maybe. reason. I mean, that's the way it sounded with Zach. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what that ends up meaning. As far as the Brian Callahan's like, hey, I, uh, I know you want me to call these plays, Zach, but can you do it? I'm just gonna hang back. You, I'll, I'll call it. I'll call it from my house. Just, just that's wire me and wire me into that headset. Yeah, and if I love that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but one of the things that makes the Travion Williams roster decision potentially complicated, not that I really think it is, and we'll talk more about this after the game, is Mitchell Wilcox's return. We talked about this mm-hmm. earlier this week. Means that Mitchell Wilcox almost certainly is on the fifty-three man roster. I would give that a ninety-nine percent chance of happening right now, assuming that he's ready to go. And Zach said they wouldn't have activated him off the pup list if he wasn't ready to practice. And they've kind of shifted toward regular season practice at this point thursday's practice in shells and shorts which i think is what they do for most of the regular season but tanner hudson is a guy that's impressed throughout training camp but he lost a week to the concussion lost a game to the concussion lost a week of practices 
Is that a guy that if he goes out there and really plays great in his opportunity this this weekend, does he make them think, you know what, we better get this guy into the 53 and then figure it out after that? Because last year we knew that they had, all right, we got to maybe cut some guys temporarily so that we can make an IR move, an IR return move. This mm-hmm. year, as of now, there's no IR return move on this team where they need to get a guy to the regular season 53 before they put him on the IR. Hopefully that remains the case, right? Like you'd rather not have to IR somebody, but it, it gets a little bit trickier if if Tanner Hudson goes out there and plays really well. And that's one of the guys that I'm excited to see again because I was excited to see him in preseason game one, disappointed we didn't get to see him in preseason game two, and now we get another chance in the preseason finale. Yeah, and I, I wonder how much – and you better believe this is talked about. How much do you show him? You have guys that could play. You yeah. can put Christian Trayon in there for a half. <laughs> I, I'm, ser- I know. I'm serious. I know. Like, do you really want 87 having seven catches? And, and you have these quarterbacks that are probably going to want to throw it to him because he is a reliable target. I just wonder how much talk goes into that because if it's me, Devin Asiasi, man, show him what you can do. And uh, and then man, it's the Kristen Trahan show. Let's go, man. Let's let's see what he's the, he's eighty five. By the way, for those wondering, eighty five always open. Anyone that wears eighty five is always open. So he probably he might have ten catches on Saturday. You never know. I'm just not gonna. Yep. Man, Excited. that response was more worse than my my son my my son stuff to you with the little bit. <laughs> Anyways, I don't want to bring that back up. But point is. I love that response. Yep. Yep. And anyways, we uh, we need to get to the quarterbacks. We need to discuss uh, the how close it is, I think, between Jake Browning and Trevor Simeon going into it. I asked Zach Taylor that point blank and, and much, much more because there's some battles that are still up in the air, and this game does matter, even though I think the second half we're going to see a lot of faces that we – probably haven't seen much of in preseason games thus far so let's do that coming up next today's episode of the locked on bengals podcast is brought to you by harry's and no matter why you shave for me it's cleaning up my neck you know bringing the beard up my beard is never going anywhere sorry to break it to you harry's has you covered for the best shave of your life at a price you'll love from their legendary high quality razors to skin products like exfoliating face wash and hydrating lotion harry's gives you a premium shave without the premium price tag and if you're not exfoliating that's a good idea if there's, a, if there's a special person in your life, they'll appreciate you for getting into some exfoliation routines. A smooth shave shouldn't be rough on your wallet. A starter set at Harry's to get started, 13 bucks of value for just $3 at harrys.com slash NFL. You'll get a five-blade German-engineered razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a tra- travel cover. And you can schedule deliveries for as low as $2, which is about half of what you pay for other blades. Get your best shave ever this summer with Harry's razors and skincare products. Get a $13 starter set for just $3. Like I said, at harrys.com slash NFL. That's harrys.com slash NFL for a $3 starter set. Today's show is also brought to you by Streetside Brewery. And I love Streetside. You will too, whether 
It's the fact that they have a bunch of award-winning beers, the fact that it's the perfect atmosphere for game day, whether it's before home games when they're going to have a special tailgate all season long or Saturday. It's Washington. It's on the road. You want to spice up a a preseason game that might have Reed Sinet throwing to Calvin Tyler Jr.? You can do that with Streetside. Streetside is located at 4003 Eastern Avenue in Columbia, Tusculum, near Lunkin Airport. They have 24 taps from full pints to four ounces. They have a size that will make anyone happy. And, of course, through the week, happy hour, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6. And you can find Streetside in your favorite bottle shops, bars, and restaurants across Cincinnati, Dayton, and Columbus. They have new beers dropping all the time. Get to Streetside today from their variety to their traditional classics. Streetside has something for everyone. Tell them Locked on Bengals sent, sent you. It's Streetside Brewery. Quarterbacks. We spent an entire segment talking about a couple tight ends and a couple running backs. Time to talk about these quarterbacks. We've been talking about them a lot. Zach Taylor said that both these guys in a tight QB competition, Trevor Simeon and Drake Browning, have made improvements in areas where the coaching staff has asked them to make improvements. He continues to to maintain the position according uh, with, with the media that it's a very close race. I'm inclined to believe him. There isn't a clear front runner at this mm-hmm. point. And once again, for the third straight preseason game, we are asking these quarterbacks to separate themselves from one another and, and show that one of them really wants this job. Yeah, and I asked Zach a couple of things because you and I have both been critical of these guys, and I think it's fair because it's been underwhelming, especially considering they've worked with the first-team offense. It's fair to say. And one, he did confirm it was close, as you said. The other part of this, though, is the improvement part. Because I'm on record. I mean, you could find it either here or at any other platform I've done or, or been interviewed about, asked about. I thought these guys looked much better early on with the first-team offense than they have at times over the past week, week and a half. Th- this week was was okay. I don't think it was great, but I think it was okay. There was some good, some bad. And so I, I asked, where have they improved? Because Zach has been consistent with that, that they're improving. Mm-hmm. And it's checks at the line, little things. And, and one thing he said is instead of forcing it somewhere, maybe they just throw a three-yard pass. And we notice it as coaches, but you might not notice it. And I understand that. The concerning thing for me is with that, there's still been turnovers. And Jake Browning ended last week much better after that ugly turnover. But they've had turnovers consistently in practice, both guys. And Trevor Simeon did have that one day where he just grounded the ball a bunch of times. It was like five times in practice. He drifted in the pocket last week. Like I, I want someone to separate themselves. And it, is, it hasn't really happened. I thought Jake Browning might do that this week after what he did uh, against the Atlanta Falcons on that final drive. That hasn't happened. I think this is very much in the air. And the Bengals, they're going to keep one of these guys on the 53. You need a backup quarterback. But I would not be shocked at all if we're hearing about them at least sniffing around quarterbacks that potentially get released. I'm not sure who. I'm not sure when. I don't think it will be Brandon Allen. I can already feel people say that. I think Trey Lance is out of there, and it won't be Trey Lance because he costs too much money, and you're not paying him to to be a backup when he flamed out and couldn't beat out Brandon Allen. So we'll see. But I I think that that's kind of where I'm at quarterbacks-wise in my prediction. They'll keep one of these guys, 
but there there's a chance that neither of these guys one will be with the organization there's a chance that neither one end up on the 53 man roster long term if they try to find a different guy to replace them i think it'll be interesting that cut down day in san francisco The 49ers don't have a lot of time to pull off a trade to find somebody who actually wants to take that on. Seventh rounder, but you know, some some team will do it. It's just a big, it's just a big contract, like you said. He was what third, third, third overall pick ahead of Jamar Chase Mm -hmm. and Jalen Waddle and Rashawn Slay. Can you imagine? No, I'm not even going to say it. Jamar Chase and Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, I mean. Or, or even put Kyle Pitts in that offense with sure. George Kittle. Kyle Pitts and, and Kittle. Yeah, Kittle does the dirty work, and Pitts is just oh my. Anyway, Jalen Waddle streaking downfield like you could go. Penny Sewell as a bookend with Trent Williams. Yeah, like you could go any any number of players. <laughs> that was not a good draft pick. And they're like Trey Lance. Uh, Here's oh. three first rounders. Well, yeah. Anyway, you sure about that? You sure about that? They were. They were. They shouldn't have been. It was. It was a bad call. Uh, we'll we'll watch these quarterbacks Ooh. again. They're they're not going to play the entire game like we've talked about. I think a couple times. Reed Sinet will finally get onto the field for the Bengals in the preseason, just in time for everyone to fall in love with him, like they did with Drew Plitt last year in the preseason. And we'll hear Reed Sinet for backup. Could happen. We'll see. Are you expecting no. that we'll continue no. to see? No, we it, it, it cannot. No, I, no. Reset on, on practice squad? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. All right, so what? here, let's do this. Actually, no, let's do this real quick. Reed Sinet plays the second half, let's just say. Each guy gets a quarter, Sinet plays the second half. Which actually might be my prediction for what happens. I'm not sure exactly. It depends on how many drives, but that could happen, right? Let's say both guys throw picks and they score no points. Sennett throws two touchdowns, leads them back. They win 17-13. Does he make the practice squad? I, I don't think it matters what Reed Sennett does. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I, it's Sennett, by the way. It is Sennett. So oh, no. No, I, I say Sennett, too. It looks – but Sennett. There was, there was a cool story. Reed Sennett said that he – Sennett found out that he was going to be playing – because his parents called him after after hearing Zach say that they were going to get him some playing time. Uh-huh. Nice. He said he said his parents called him, and and that's how he found out about it. I thought that was pretty. He did, he didn't hear it first from. Uh, By the way, the coaching staff deserves credit there, and and not, maybe oh, yeah. it's because they're it's full of quarterbacks, so they get it. You know, Zach Bryan obviously pitch that all quarterbacks uh, in their time, so. Whatever it is, but the fact that they're giving him some snaps, that's awesome. Because he is yeah. working. He's putting in the work and the time and the effort, all of those things. He deserves to get out there a little bit. Yeah. They're, they're generally pretty good about that. Let Drew Plitt do it last year. Hometown kid in that case. And that's why they're going to get Jacob Sayers. Drew Plitt? Practice squad? I think they find somebody. There's going to be quarterbacks released around the league. That's going to be very interesting to watch. It, it, that part is, like, everyone, like, I'm surprised I haven't gotten a Kellen Mond tweet yet. And I'm not well, saying he's good, but I just think that everybody that gets released is going to be mentioned. The tweet I just got is if Carolina cuts one of their backups, one of them is Andy Dalton. I, I can't imagine Andy Dalton coming Zero chance. Uh, but Matt Cor- oh, Corral is the other one. They're not one. cutting him. They're not cutting Andy Dalton. He got money. This yeah, no, I would be surprised. But Matt Corral is the other one. 
in Carolina. That said, if they did, yes, of course, you'd be in on them. You'd make the call. I'd make the call. Yeah, you'd at least ask. Let Andy tell you no. See if he'll tell you no. You think he'd say no? Why would he say no? It'd be a pretty good spot for him. It would be a money question, perhaps. He could probably get, you know. Anyway. Does he want a ring? Or do you want to go be a backup and, you know. There's a lot more to talk about here. He he could go start in Arizona. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Probably. There's a lot more to talk about here in preseason game number three. We'll finish up the show. Wide receivers, the entire defensive side of the football, mm-hmm. coming up next. August is here, and you know what that means. It's the official start of fantasy football drafting month. I've had multiple drafts already, and I've done this. Hopefully, you will too. Get to Underdog Fantasy for their best ball leagues. This is the beauty of best ball you do one live snake draft. There's no waivers during the season. There's no trades. Underdog sets your best lineup every week. And so you pick the tournament, and that's it. You you pick your lineup, um, or or your team, excuse me, and then they pick your lineup week to week. There's no maintenance, and you can win big. What do I mean by big? $15 million of total prizes big, including an absurd $3 million going to the winner last year. The winner drafted their team in July. Don't wait around. If I win that three mil, I'm buying Joe Burrow's car. I promise I will do it. Underdog is the easiest place to bet and play fantasy football in best ball leagues. Best ball is so awesome. You're going to love it. So go there now. Visit underdogfantasy.com to find them in the app store or sign up with promo code locked on, and you're going to get your deposit doubled. Up to 100 bucks. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code locked on. And if I win the three milli, I'll buy Joe Burrow's car and I'm going to buy a crate of sunscreen for Jake Lisko. UnderdogFantasy.com promo code locked on. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Let's finish up preseason game three here, James. Andre Yosevas, Charlie Jones going to have some more opportunities in this game. How long do you think they'll play? Man, I wouldn't play. I would get Charlie back there for on some punt returns if possible early. Mm-hmm. Cause you haven't, you haven't seen it much, but like these guys, like if you're making the team, I think it should be the Malachi Carter, Mac Hippenhammer show for most of this game. You see Kwame Laster a little bit mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, Shedrick Jackson, you say, Hey, go cook, go cook young man. You did good last week. Let's see if you do it again this week. Like I wouldn't see, obviously you're not seeing the starters, but I wouldn't want to see Irwin. I don't think you should see Morgan, Yosavash and Jones maybe for a quarter. And then, you, you know, maybe they'll come in here and there, but I, I think it would be Carter, Jackson, Hippenhammer, and maybe even Trent Taylor. You get yeah. him some reps because I, I think that well, th- those are probably your five Carter, Jackson, Hippenhammer, Taylor, Laster. Mm-hmm. Those are probably the five receivers for most of this game. Yeah. But, I think Charlie Jones and Yosavash, some reps. 
would make sense. I think a quarter, right? Or, mm-hmm. or maybe they do a half and they have those guys play with both with quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Because you can't, you can't really evaluate. And I'm not trying to be mean to these other receivers. But you have to be semi-consistent mm-hmm. quarterbacks-wise. And, and so then those other guys who have been catch, catching passes from Reed Sinnott can actually catch passes from Reed Sinnott in the second half. Look Such at me. Just, we're just building this game plan here. Yeah. One quarter, second quarter, second half. Let's get these backups in. Shedrick Jackson has been catching passes from all these guys in, in Shedrick Jackson's defense. Uh, he's an exciting player. I hope they get to keep him around the team uh, on the practice squad. Let's get to the defensive side of the ball, James. We haven't talked about it at all. First-round pick, Miles Murphy. Hmm. How much do you expect to see there compared to the wide receivers that we've seen a lot of this preseason? I think we'll see him, especially since he missed last week. He was dealing with uh, an illness. He's feeling better. I, I think he just needs the reps. I think that's how they'll view it, and they'll want to get him out there. I don't think he'll play the whole game or anything like that, but he'll get reps, no doubt. Yeah. Any other defensive rookies? DJ Ivy probably will play. DJ Turner, I'm a little bit more skeptical. He's been dealing with some injuries. I, I didn't practice on Thursday. Doesn't seem likely that we'll see him. Shouldn't. Jordan. I mean, he's your he's – your, until you for sure say Chidobe Awuzier is playing week one, he's your starting corner week yeah. one. And Sidney Jones also wasn't back on Thursday. Is that correct? Correct. So. Rough. Hamstring, lingering. mm. We'll see. Tough, tough path for Sidney Jones missing two weeks at the end of the preseason. But DJ Ivy, another chance to to show some stuff. I think he'll start. I think Ivy will start. Which is interesting because he's getting some work with the ones this week with Mm -hmm. the injuries they've had at the cornerback position. I think he's. Probably pretty well solidified at this point on Ooh. this roster. Look at you. I mean, Sidney Jones just hasn't been able to do anything. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, and, and Alan George, I think he's on the outside looking in too. I, I I probably agree with you. I just I said, "Ooh, look at you!" Just to get yeah. you going. Uh, what do you think, Jordan Battle, Tyson Anderson, like similar stuff, half quarter for for the guys that are the second teamers? Man, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I, I would get Battle some reps. I would get Anderson a little bit, um, but really it's – and I know those guys are ready to play. Like I, I think they expect to play. But Yusuf Corker, Michael Thomas, Larry Brooks, and yeah. really Corker and Brooks, give them a, a ton of time and have those guys on – those other guys on standby. Like it, th- this is the problem with these games. You just don't have enough guys. Yeah. It happened last week at the end of the game. It, it, that's – like Anderson and Battle can't just completely check out because – you need right. someone just in case something happens with Brooks or Corker. But those are the two guys I would play a ton. Well, they do have four linebackers who aren't making the team on the roster. If they want to sit all those playing. guys down, they can play yeah. the entire game. Yeah, I, I think you could go that route. I, I think the cornerback room is interesting because, like, Marvell Tell, will he be ready to go? That's tough. You know, he's he's been dealing with a couple of things, a couple of, or an injury, excuse me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what about defensive line? Do you just play? Do you play Dominique Davis? Just give him a ton of snaps. Owen Carney. Yeah, I mean the the one the one question will be: Does Zach Carter get any reps? Because if he doesn't, then it's Dominique Davis, J. Tufele, Tatala, Pesafea for the entire game on the interior, and then Jeff Gunter, Owen Carney, Raymond Johnson the third, and maybe Basham. Was Basham practicing all week? Will they finally get him some preseason run? Yeah, they could. 
It could. That'll be interesting. He's see getting, if, see if he's, he's got something. Better. See if yeah. he can show something. Yeah. The last thing that I think is is going to be very interesting to watch in this game as far as a guy that actually will be contributing on a regular basis. Because I think in general, we're not going to see a ton from guys that are expected to be rotational pieces on this team. That's kind of been the theme of this show. Brad Robbins. Let's see Ooh. him put together Ooh. a nice game. He hasn't been bad by any means. That's not what I mean to say here, but mm-hmm. he looks better in practices that I saw than he's looked in games so far. And so who's just facial, putting it all together. Whose facial hair is better, Jake Lisko's or Brad Robbins's? I'll leave it to the listeners. Make sure you tag at Jake Lisko on Twitter. You're just like sending our listeners after me on Twitter this week, huh? What? They may say you. I don't think it's that. It's the sun. I actually think it is you. I actually think it is you. I don't think that's a take. You have better facial hair than him. I said facial hair. What? Go, go get your razors from Harry's. Well, hopefully Brad Robbins does. Harry's.com slash NFL. That's going to do it for this episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. Plenty of fun things to watch for <laughs> most of this roster. Pretty well set, though. We'll be back on Sunday, by the way, Sunday evening with our our post-game reaction show. So it's not going to be Saturday night. I just don't want to forget. Yeah. Um, But there are plenty of things that are going to be interesting in this game that that will have some impact on the fringes of the roster. The quarterback, certainly the most interesting thing, I think, going into this game. And then it's going to be watching quarterbacks on cutdown day Mm. and and seeing those, those lists around the league. I think I'll be watching that as well we'll be back like james said on sunday we're back to our regular schedule because this game is on saturday we'll just get an episode for you recapping the game and setting up for that 53 man cut down coming coming up on sunday so until then thanks for listening to this episode of the lockdown Bengals podcast who day and have a good one hey prime members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on amazon music Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.